This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Saturday, February 6th, 2021. On this day in 1577, Italian noblewoman Beatrice Cenci was born. She was later convicted of killing her father and sentenced to death by Pope Clement VIII. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the legend of Beatrice Cenci, a beautiful noblewoman who was locked away in a castle by her abusive father. Hoping to gain her freedom, she took part in a devious plot to kill him. To understand why she resorted to murder, let's go back to the very beginning, in the city of Rome on February 6, 1577. Beatrice Cenci was born and raised in the Palazzo Cenci, a charming estate near the Tiber River. As the youngest daughter of Ercilia Santa Croce and Count Francesco Cenci, she came from one of the most prominent families in all of Rome. As such, it seemed like the beautiful Beatrice was destined for greatness. Unfortunately, her life was just one disappointment after another. In 1584, when Beatrice was only seven years old, her mother passed away. To make matters worse, her father, Count Francesco, was unbearably cruel. He had a penchant for abusing his children, beating his servants, and had even been charged with a laundry list of crimes. Everyone who knew Count Francesco hated him, including his second wife, Lucrezia Petroni. The two were married in 1593. But wedded bliss was not in the cards. In addition to being a cruel father and convicted criminal, the Count had a taste for so-called unnatural vices and was reported to engage in orgies. Count Francesco's reputation grew worse by the day, and with his finances dwindling, he wasn't able to buy his way out of trouble. As such, his standing in Rome deteriorated. So in 1595, he retreated to his castle in La Patrella, a small village about 70 miles from Rome. He forced his wife and his now 18-year-old daughter Beatrice to accompany him. Once they got there, the women weren't allowed to leave the grounds. For three years, the two women were kept prisoners inside the castle and were subjected to varying degrees of humiliation and abuse. The Count often beat Beatrice with a whip and is said to have even forced her to hold his urinal as he relieved himself. By the fall of 1598, 
the women had had enough. They reached out to the Count's eldest surviving son, Giacomo, in Rome, and the three hatched a plan to be rid of the evil Count once and for all. They decided to hire two hitmen to kill him. In the early morning darkness of September 9, 1598, 52-year-old Count Francesco was drugged with opium. When he fell into a slumber, the castle manager, Olimpio Calvetti, and his accomplice, Marzio Catalano, entered Francesco's chamber. But before they could strike, the opium wore off and the Count stirred awake. In response, one of the men held him down as the other struck his head with a sharp object. Then they carried the Count out onto the balcony and threw him over. His lifeless body fell 40 feet and landed in a patch of shrubbery. Coming up, the investigation into Count Francesco's death. Hi, it's Vanessa from Parcast. They say there's someone for everyone, a soul to share your secrets with, a companion to grow old with, a conspirator to commit crimes with. Starting this February on Spotify, learn about the lethal and legendary lovers who fought the law in the Parcast Limited series, Criminal Couples. If you've ever referred to your best friend or beloved as your partner in crime, this exclusive series is for you. Beginning February 1st, join me for a collection of unlawful love stories from shows across the ParCast network. Discover the extreme beliefs of cult leaders Tony and Susan Alamo, enter Fred and Rose West's real-life house of horrors, and experience the madness and motives of the San Francisco witch killers. Fall for the most famous and feared pairs in history in the Spotify original from ParCast, Criminal Couples. Enjoy two-part episodes every Monday starting February 1st. Follow Criminal Couples free and exclusively on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. And now back to the story. In the early morning hours of September 9th, 1598, 52-year-old Count Francesco Cenci was drugged and struck to death with a sharp weapon. His lifeless body was thrown from the castle balcony and discovered hours later. Initially, the Count's death was deemed an accident. It appeared that he had stumbled out of bed and out onto the balcony, where the flooring gave way and he plummeted to the ground. However, upon closer inspection, the facts didn't add up. For starters, the hole from which the Count had supposedly fallen through was too small for him to fit. Then, after the nobleman's body had been retrieved and cleaned, priests discovered the presence of distinctive wounds on the Count's face and wrist that couldn't be attributed to the fall. It was clear to all that the Count had been murdered. 
an investigation immediately went underway, and the two hitmen, Olimpio Calvetti and Marzio Catalano, were captured. While Olimpio was killed by a bounty hunter before he could give his testimony, Marzio was taken to the Tordinona prison in Rome. There, he was tortured until he confessed. Before he was executed, he implicated the Count's wife, Lucrezia, and his two children, Giacomo and Beatrice, of being the masterminds behind the hit. They were arrested, and a trial against the surviving Chenchi family members began. All three were tortured and subsequently confessed to the crime. Out of desperation, Beatrice's lawyer, Prospero Farinacci, presented a reason why murder may have been the only option for his client. He claimed that Count Francesco had plans to sexually assault his own daughter. To bolster this theory, Beatrice testified that her stepmother, Lucrezia, had warned her that the possibility of her rape was imminent. A former servant also claimed that Beatrice had told her about a sleepless night when her father attempted to get into bed with her. Considering the Count's long list of offenses, the threat of incest seemed relatively plausible. However, no evidence was ever found to confirm this theory. Even still, it was enough to birth a wave of sympathy for 21-year-old Beatrice. As such, the legends depict her as a victim of tragic circumstances who was merely defending her virtue and virginity. In reality, historians believe that Beatrice was not a virgin at all. Records suggest that she and one of the hitmen, Olimpio Calvetti, were lovers, and that the two even had a child out of wedlock. While it's difficult to separate the truth from the legend, what's evident is that all of Rome was moved by her tragic tale, so much so that wealthy nobles even came to her defense and petitioned Pope Clement VIII for leniency. However, the Pope could not be swayed. The facts were clear. Beatrice, Lucrezia, and Giacomo had all taken part in Count Francesco's murder. As a result, the Pope condemned them to death. On an early September morning in 1599, the three were taken just outside the Castel Sant'Angelo in Rome to face a large crowd of onlookers. There, Lucrezia was beheaded. Shortly after, 22-year-old Beatrice met the same fate. She died a mere mile from the Palazzo Cenci, where she was born. Her brother Giacomo faced a harsher punishment. He was tortured before his head was bludgeoned and his body was quartered. The tragedy of Beatrice Cenci and her family still haunts the annals of Roman history to this day. While her life was undoubtedly cut short, her story inspired the works of great writers like Percy Bysshe Shelley, Nathaniel Hawthorne, and Stendhal. Thanks to them, the legend of Beatrice Cenci lives on. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 
Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Jane O, with writing assistance by Alex Benedon, and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Hi, it's Vanessa again. Before you go, don't forget to check out the new ParCast limited series, Criminal Couples. From apocalyptic cult leaders to bank-robbing bandits to married mafiosos, these couples give new meaning to Till Death Do Us Part. Enjoy two-part episodes every Monday starting February 1st. Follow Criminal Couples free and exclusively on Spotify.